I guess the first thing we should do is welcome the audience. You have mistakenly put your trust in us for the next half an hour to deliver a decent podcast. So um, thank you for the trust, and we'll see how it goes. Well, we'll make some noise, and then hopefully it'll be entertaining. It's Educating Matt, whoa, with Matt and Matt as your hosts, bringing you the latest news and updates on our life, everything that grinds our gears and revs us up inside. Educating Matt, it's time to start the show. It's Educating Matt, here we go. Isn't that the best theme tune you've ever heard in your life? Well, it's not as good as Home and Away, but it's up there, isn't it? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first official episode of the Educating Matt podcast, the show that aims to educate us as well as teach you, um, well, absolutely nothing, probably. Well, yeah, I mean, nothing is really the main or central tenant of this show. <laughs> so I'm Matt. And I'm Matt. And let's just get started, then, shall we? Let's jump into it. How's your week been? Uh, I've been all right. I've not been affected by the visa crisis that kicked in on Friday. Oh, I was mm, semi-affected. No deliveries. Is that what affected you most? (laughs) No, I was actually, I was was walking down to the pub and I I got a text saying, oh, get some cash out. Actually, no, I was walking down to meet you. You were, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, where was I going? Um, yeah, we were walking down, I was walking, uh, we were walking down, I was walking down to meet you, and, um... People and were travelling in a direction. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a text saying, uh, get some cash out, because, you know, the cards aren't working. So, I got that with it, I was up, I was about, like, 20 seconds from my cash point, and then suddenly I just saw, like, this whole queue form, as if everyone just found out at the same time. Um, so I got some cash out, and I was fine. I just found it absolutely crazy i mean I, I was looking on twitter and people was like was first i'm response. sure people were really reasonable and understanding on twitter because you can be in uh, 240 characters can't you you can sum up an entire <laughs> economic crisis well i was looking at it going what what is everyone's first response to i think it was like cnn that we were putting it and um the two questions that i thought might come up is is my money safe? Mm-hmm. And how long will it be down for? I thought that's two quite standard questions that we will probably want to know. But no, that wasn't what people were asking. No, go on. Um, one was asking, well, one was saying, so I guess everything in my trolley is now free because <laughs> it isn't my fault and why should I now starve to death? Now, my problem with that statement was <laughs> if you haven't gone to the shop until the point you're starving to death, you probably should have gone shopping earlier and therefore you would have missed the visa crisis. So I could have solved that one. I don't, I don't think that was the issue. I think that person was just massively exaggerating how their <laughs> life works. Like, uh, so it's like anything, isn't it? What kind of day do you have? Did you have, a, did you have a good day? Yeah, I had the most fantastic, it was the most epic day ever, the greatest day there has ever been. Uh, if something goes well that's what they do like that's people uh, do you think it's a millennial thing i just think it's crazy i mean you know this isn't robocop 2 just because (laughs) just because the law and order changes for a few moments that everyone steals everything (laughs) robocop 2 wasn't even robocop 1 which (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it was just crazy and um yeah like i said if you're likely to starve to death then go to the shop earlier i mean i don't wait to that moment i normally you know i've I've only got i've only got like a pasta (laughs) left and then and then i go to the shop i don't wait to like oh my god i've not eaten for a week 
my God, well, I've got super noodles left in the back of the cupboard. They're about two months <laughs> out. I think um, I think people just need to grow the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, they had a they had a minor kind of electronic problem which which does happen it is is unfortunate now i'm not saying it's nowhere near as bad as the tsb transfer one which was huge like people couldn't play the mortgage or um you know people didn't get paid on time as a result and that was really mm. bad but you know like visa went down for like two hours or something like that and now you know there's dead bodies littering the streets i was expecting mastercard to like send a tweet over to visa going hi is everything quiet <laughs> Haven't but, heard from you in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the picture of like a gif of a sad kitten. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, uh, the drinks were good. They were good. They were pretty really. good. And then um, what I said to you this week, I went on one of those uh, Yo bikes for the first time. So they're, if you don't know what they are, they are like a bike rental thing mm-hmm. made easy. So you you sign up on your app, you then get your bike, uh, and then you lock it kind of at the end via the app and then you're good to go. It's like a pound a ride or something like that. Yeah. So um, what's the economics of it? How does it work? I mean, do you pay like one pound for X number of mileage? Is it like some sort well, of I use it business twi- agreement? I use it twice today and both of the rides were free. So I'm not quite sure what's going on. But um, so that's like you've got like some sort of loyalty joining thing haven't you? Yeah, we're not I think, sponsored by yo bike we should point that out <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know why it was free but i think it's a pound an hour so you can go as far as you can for a pound um <laughs> but you like sounds like a challenge how far can you go <laughs> on one pound but you do catch me i mean reading <laughs> you do have to lock it in um like a designated place yeah so i was i did a quick look at it and i'm still not convinced it's better than just say buying a bike um but <laughs> well if it, if i keep getting them for free it is better uh, yeah yeah that's true unless you stole a bike yeah. which i'm not encouraging yeah. i did find i i don't know any other local cities that are doing the the yo bike scheme i, I know london are. london have so got. if you can get to london in an hour you can park it there I'd be absolutely delighted if you took a bike from Bristol, <laughs> dropped it in London, and then we were like, yeah, you deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, there must be someone that goes around no. and kind of sweeps them up or something. Yeah, like a Yo van. Yeah. No, 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 because they all get dropped in designated spots, don't they? So Yeah, but surely they're all eventually going to be in the in the main spots. I don't know. I would have thought no, they would have just, like... That's a deeper, deeper question. Deeper conversation. Deeper was far. It, I'll tell you what I've been doing. It's just a... An odd thing. I've been watching. Obviously, I watch a lot of YouTube videos because um, I'm their target market. Obviously, um, has weird interests. Doesn't get outside. Um, scared of daylight. That sort of thing. And um, <laughs> I was watching uh, a man um, who was explaining this Kickstarter he'd received, um, which was a, a record player you made yourself that was made out of cardboard. Now it was. <laughs> He was not happy. <laughs> he was not. He's like a professional reviewer and he got sent this thing and he just tore the shit out of it. <laughs> I don't think they uh, I don't think they were prepared for the levels of anger I've ever uh, I've never seen anyone that angry with a product they backed on Kickstarter. And it got me wondering, what Kickstarters have you seen that you just thought, what the hell were you thinking? Like that's never gonna work. A lot of them. A lot of them, yeah. Yeah, I, I did a Kickstarter once. You did a yeah. Kickstarter? Um, I did a Kickstarter for a clothing company that I was doing. Um, oh, can we name that clothing company? 
Yeah, we can do, yeah. Is yeah. it Hank Hossel? It was Hank Hossel, yeah. He's not a real man. He's not. Uh, sorry, to break the illusion if anyone was out there thinking that it was based on some sort of it was idealised version of Matt's self. It was kind of based on a um, a Speedo-wearing version of myself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I did a Kickstarter on there, and it, was, um, was it, it wasn't successful, actually, in the end. It wasn't. It but to be inside. honest... But you carried on anyway, like any good businessman should. Yeah. It it wasn't I wasn't doing I wasn't selling a unique idea. I just wanted to do really cool surf clothing that was eco friendly, ocean friendly, all that kind of stuff. Sorry, can I just ask you, was it eco friendly? It was eco friendly, yeah. Okay. So no wildlife was harmed? Not as far as I'm aware. What's gonna happen if you're watching uh, you know, like Planet Earth two and then you see like it says this whale <laughs> didn't make it, this blue whale didn't make it, and then they cut to just one of your t-shirts hanging off one of his lungs. <laughs> You're like, crap. <laughs> well, we closed down, so... We closed down. So it's the... Whoever had the stock left, it's their fault. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what's worse about that, the fact, the idea that they threw all your stock in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> because they couldn't resell it. Couldn't say. So what... Um, Sorry, just What was say. your worst Kickstarter? What was the... What were you looking at on Kickstarter that... That you didn't didn't understand. Oh, I just I've seen so many. There's a lot of people that take existing IPs they don't own, so intellectual properties, and then pretend it's their own and be like, "Oh, I'm going to make Mario 64 for the, your mobile phone." It's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And the minute Nintendo find out, you're going to be in a ditch somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a word. Oh, I've not seen those. Ones. Yeah, people tend to. See, um, the other one that got me um, was another record one, Shark um, Tank which is like a programme like The Apprentice, only with a much smaller budget and much less vision on how it wants to be. And, uh, yeah, they made uh, what, in 1960, were record runners. And what they were, were they like, can you imagine like a VW um, camper van? Mm. It was like that. So you put your, your vinyl flat on the table, and then the record runner was a little car that had a stylus in it, and it would go around and had a stereo in the top, and it would play music as it went round it was a great idea because it wrecked all your records by digging the grooves in too hard oh. <laughs> so anyway this guy got money on Shark Tank by bringing the same idea back except that he put bluetooth in it and they genuinely gave him money even though all the audio files were like that's the worst thing ever it's oh like really bad idea mm. yeah. if you got I know there are people out there with, with vinyls um, please 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 buy a proper vinyl player and buy 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 treat your vinyls with respect so any interesting facts about today so yeah I had a quick look at the sort of online at the fantastic facts thing I can officially announce today is one of the most boring days for facts ever really bad we should probably say today is the 4th of June so this might be slightly late coming out but um this one goes the first one but yeah sorry go on that yeah no no it's not, it's not fine so you can interrupt it was that boring so there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing to discuss is there so um, but I have got a fact about Henry Ford okay. so Henry Ford made his first car today he uh made the quadricycle which is as bizarre as it sounds can okay. you picture a quadricycle are you picturing a quad bike um, the, yeah, 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 sure. Henry Ford driving it up and down <laughs> with flames down the side. Yeah. <laughs> no, he um he invented this. Um, it was eighteen ninety six, and he invented one of the earliest forms of the horseless carriage. Now, at the time, cars were really just for rich people. So people like Benz and um, Daimler and things had got earlier prototypes of cars, but they were 
they were ridiculous. If you can picture like Monty Burns and The Simpsons, that's mm. what like those people were driving. And Henry Ford was like, I can do this cheaper. I can I can like shave the cost off of this. So he literally got what effectively is a pram with a motor engine shoved in it. Nice. It is good. It, it is sounds good. good. He amazingly only built three of them. He only sold he built three. He sold one for two hundred dollars, which would have been a lot more money back then, obviously. Yeah, two hundred dollars would be nothing now. It'd be would like you? be like a Kickstarter, wouldn't it? Um, then the other thing I want to say about the, the quadricycle, the only other interesting fact that's quite funny before we do a detour, um, which you could do in a car, um, was that he built it in his shed. He specifically built this brick kind of shed next to his neighbour's house. His neighbour agreed to let him do it, to put this car together in. And uh, in a classic case of getting overexcited, uh, he found that the car was too wide to get out the doors. So him and his mate had to kick the doors in with a set of axes to get the, to get the car nice. out. <laughs> which is a, a classic design fault. For it's much worse than Apple just removing like the uh, headphone jack. <laughs> off of, off of. One thing we should probably bring up actually really quickly is that, um, so this is the first official podcast. Yeah. And you can download us on your Spotify, Apple Music or anchor app if, anchor you, app. if you go on the anchor app you can actually leave us a message it can be a voicemail as well if it's the most hilarious thing we've ever heard then we'll probably put it in the show what did you think of the uh, jingle we didn't really go into oh, I, I i i the jingle is wonderfully awful isn't it and that's no offense to your your dear friend who put that together like it's it's brilliant but terrible at the same time it's like everyone gets their jingle stuck in the head in they like like um Oh, like Homes Under the Hammer. Homes Under the Hammer should release soundtracks because they always play <laughs> the best songs, don't they? I don't think we can do this. I think Greg James might have done this. I think we'll be treading on intellectual property. This house is falling apart and they played This Old House by uh, Shaking Stevens. <laughs> and he must get to a point where he's going to go, oh no, what am I going to do for like failed lost loft insulation? <laughs> That's and when he calls us. He's like, like playing Baby It's Cold Outside. Mm. Da, 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 da. I think I saw one last week and it was a, a former post office yeah. and it was wait a minute Mr. Postman <laughs> <laughs> it's the, whoever does it is a genius but anyway we've someone's covered this so we should I know really... we can't cut this out aren't we to a certain mm. extent um yeah but he that person is a genius and I, I do wish I had their job because I would just take the mick all the time wouldn't you do oh. you ever think you'd put anything just like something really subversive in there burning down the house no, it's a really bad house. <laughs> and they just put on, put on Tom Jace doing burning down the house. <laughs> dun, dun. Well, I had a theory that the guy on um, for years and years and years. This ever heard of ident trailers? Ident trailers are things that the uh, they have a show that's got like a uh, they're going to have a show on. So they put mm. some music on the background from that show. Um, most of the time, it was like things like Panorama. And I swear the guy who did that had spent his time flicking through my CD collection because every song they played was something I'd been listening to recently. They'd always play the same song that I'd been listening to. And I just think, like, they can't... There's, there's too much of a coincidence for that man to have picked the same songs that I was listening to. I'm saying that he may have been spying on me. I think with m- malicious intent to steal ideas. I don't think he had... Because no one's creative, particularly the BBC. I mean... Honestly, who recommissions Mrs. Brown's Boys 
or Citizen Khan. I was never, I've never been a fan of, of Mrs. Brown's Boys. It's that old-fashioned comedy, isn't it? So the BBC has to cater towards everyone. So like part of their remit is that they um, have to let everyone be there. And um, so they have to put on a wide variety of shows. And Mrs. Brown's Boys caters towards a certain type of audience. Brain dead. Totally brain dead. People on life support who need just the sound to keep them going. What's the plot of it anyway? What is the what kind of trouble can an old woman living in Ireland get up to? Honestly, I think it's about her boys. It's about her boys. They are trouble because, yeah. like you know, like they say like this person. Like if you lived next to Mister Bean, like that wouldn't be fun. Like when he starts drilling through the wall accidentally, you'd be absolutely furious. You'd be furious that social services hadn't taken him in because clearly he cannot live on his own. <laughs> he clearly needs medical and uh, an expert supervision at all times. Do you not agree? I agree. I do agree. It's a man it's... who's got a car that's so damaged he's got a padlock on it. Like only, only a, someone with subhuman levels of intelligence would think that would work. <laughs> would stop someone stealing his car. The reason why they haven't stolen his car is they're like, that. I can't rob that person. That person's not well. Can we talk about Postman Pat and my big thing with Postman Pat? Is, if, if your big thing is the fact that he has a plane, uh, probably a submarine now, um, is that your issue? It's more than that. It's the fact he's got all that stuff, but he never gets a ruddy package. He can get one package delivered a week. <laughs> Imagine if that was your efficiency rating. So Postman Pat gets, literally goes, here's one package. Now, all you need to do, Pat, is take that to the house next door that's five minutes away. Can I take the helicopter? No, Pat, just walk round with the package <laughs> and drop it through the person's... You know, like, he, his supervisor must be going absolutely apeshit all the time. You know, he's getting older now, isn't he? So he, he can't just walk. You think he's a retirement risk? They can't get rid of So instead they get him a helicopter and a submarine? I don't think he has a submarine. <laughs> the last thing I would do is give someone who was ageing and looking slightly decrepit a plate. <laughs> I would have got Pat like an apprentice and just got the apprentice to do all the rounds of Pat. Don't worry about it, Pat. Little Jimmy's just taking care of that for you. Can you imagine, like, can you imagine the receipts? He must have to send in. <laughs> I don't think he claims his fuel. He works for a private company, he must do. Oh, yeah, good point. It's not yeah. like... No, no one would tolerate. This is why he got a van when he worked for the Royal Mail. I think, um, I think Pat's fucked. Is that your? Um, is that what's really bugged you this week? Pat's always annoyed me, to be honest. So, how often are we doing this podcast? I'd like to do it weekly, but I feel like that's like a war, isn't it, against the listeners? But a war we could win. Weekly cool. sounds better because in the description for this podcast, I put weekly, so it's a good idea if we do it weekly. Yeah, exactly, because you've already filled out the blurb. <laughs> And that legally binds us. Yeah. You can't change it because then, you know. They'll know. You ever notice with uh, nature, they're a bit weird, aren't they? they they're they always always a certain type of person of a certain age from a certain background. They're all 50 plus, live in a bungalow, um, own a caravan. And naked. And naked, yeah. Do they wear shoes? I think they would wear shoes if they had to wear shoes. Like, say, for example, if they went on a nature trail, I think they would wear shoes to avoid damage to their feet. I signed up to the National Trust the other day. Just put that one in there. Did you? Yeah. Well, let me Sorry, know just if you see any me. nudists. <laughs> report back, please. Right. I yeah. think we're towards the end of the show. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. That's all I can say. It's been, a, it's been an adventure. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, thank you very much for tuning in, for taking some time. And I guess this is now a weekly show.
It's been I did sound very excited then, didn't I? I, was like, I guess this is a weekly show. Yay. <laughs> See you later. It's Educating Matt. Whoa. on our lives.